Anyway. So it's working now, right? Computers and potholes. Fuck them all. <laughs> computers and potholes. Computers should be used to fix potholes instead of the what? shit tar yeah. they're using. It's about all they're good for. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it better when I couldn't hear you, Ross. I don't think it. Uh, I mean, I had to look at you. I could see like as a cartoon character with steam coming out of you. Man, that was ears. horrible. Did you recover from the wedding? Me, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm guessing that one's directed at me. Did you? Yeah, I recovered, right? No, no, I didn't. I wasn't around I had, for Sunday. I had COVID on the night of the wedding. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. Allegedly. That's what yeah. you say. Allegedly. You, were, allegedly. you weren't a super spreader at the event. He so wasn't a doctor. Job. He wasn't a winner. Well, I was. Only 25 people got it. <laughs> <laughs> and that's 10%. Yeah, that's pretty good. So you only had 25 friends there. Nah, I was the MC. I was kissing everyone, <laughs> including the other MC. <laughs> well, you're a that's, where I met, that's where I met Matt. We're drinking at the treehouse first yeah. night, talking well, shit, yeah. talking cars. Well, let's yeah. start it. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. You're listening to the All Talk Car Podcast. Hosted by Peter Ernest. Joining me tonight is president of the I Hate BMW Updates Car Club. <laughs> and I hate potholes. And we've got a guest on tonight. Matt, how are you, buddy? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks for having me on, fellas. That's all right. Listener to the show. What First time caller, was it? Long time listener. Long time listener, first time caller. Met Ross at a wedding, the disease infested wedding. Yeah, the wedding wasn't the disease wedding. infested. I infested the wedding with the disease. Oh, where was the wedding? Byron Bay. Well, there you go. Well, there you go. We're just going to jump straight into it. I went to the pharmacy in Byron Bay. Now, they're a little bit alternative up there. Don't get me wrong. I love all the people up at Byron Bay. Just lost all our listeners if you had me in Byron Bay. <laughs> and this lady, this pharmacist came out and I said to her, oh, I said, I need some Nurofen for my daughter. She goes, are you sure? I said, yeah, just the, the little orange... Nurofen, are you sure? Well, yeah, I'm sure. She goes, she had it before. She goes, have you thought about alternative medicine? I said, no, I haven't thought about alternative medicine. But what I have thought about is picking up some Nurofen. I've got to get back to the house, which is a half an hour drive in the next 15 minutes. So if you could please get me the Nurofen. She goes, would you like to take a seat and we can spend the next half an hour talking through alternative medicine? I'm like, no, just give me the fucking Nurofen. You know the little bottle, the orange bottle with the syringe? Just give me the freaking Nurofen. Took a long time to get it off. I thought alternative medicine was the generic brand. Nah, I think she's going to tell me, tell me to get my daughter to smoke weed. So she, she's going to <laughs> But funny you say that. Every, you could have rap, every, every rapid test I did up there was negative. When I got home, positive. So, Sorry, they were rigged. Yeah, they are rigged. We talking about cars. We just talking about shit. There you go. They're, they're all the ones from India that they imported. It's probably yeah. those illegal ones. So, Matt, you've been around cars your whole life. Talk to us. Yeah, yeah. Um, love of cars stems from family business. Yeah, the fixing um, them. yeah, fixing them. Panel beaters. Yeah, dad's a panel beater by trade, and opened his own shop up at around uh, twenty-five, and they've got three now. Nice. So, but they're so, yeah. not suburban, right? They're country. Yeah, more rural. So Batemans Bay, Barrel, and Goulburn. So you Barrel's... just fixing Hiluxes and Pathfinders. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, well, they're, they're the good ones to fix. No, there's yeah. been some interesting ones. There was a, a Continental GT in once that I got to have a look at. Oh, really? Um, yeah. So, yeah, just I, I was just <laughs> at the shop. Yeah, yeah. I took it. I took it for a test test bin. So how do, you, how do you remove kangaroo fur from a Bentley Continental front end? Yeah, I actually didn't see the front end on that one, but um, With yeah. a wombat. Yeah, a wombat. Oh, very good. 
Yeah, so um, and you, I don't and know. You're in, and you're into cars, right? What's your What's your ultimate? Are you into muscle cars? Are you into old school stuff, new stuff? What's going on? Um, I'm, I'm a bit of a mixture at the moment. I mean, the rural background kind of gets me pretty heavily into the four wheel drives, which is probably something uncommon from what I've heard on your your podcast. But um, I mean, I've got I, I love supercars. You know, like just the the specs and and the motors and just the fast and you know the exhilaration adrenaline aspect oh we've lost peter we've lost peter hang on a second yeah. just, he'll 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 try and make it in and he'll you're right he'll just just come back pete reconnect Fuck, we never we don't have this much problem with technology we're normally pretty good it's just um that microsoft has done this windows 11 update and it's just fucked everything yeah it's probably my curse to be honest i started it off with techno te- <laughs> technology issues we are car buffs, not technology buffs. Oh, man, this is the first time ever we're at the madhouse and your Wi-Fi is fucking crazy. So I, 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 do we start again? I don't know what got recorded or what has it until later on tonight. So good afternoon, good evening, <laughs> good evening whatever. Good afternoon, good evening, good morning. I good fucking morning. lost my shit. Good morning. So Pete started with, Matt, I know we're going to start talking about cars and panel beating and all that, but Pete started with BMW updates, okay? What happened, Roscoe? So everyone knows the last two years that followed the progress of my X5M competition and one of the best cars I've ever owned. Absolutely magical car. We've just done the coilovers. We've switched it out from a progressive spring, like the helper spring and lowering it a bit. We've gone to full coilovers. But uh, BMW forced an update on the car, which wiped the tune. Um, and I don't know whether they've done it on purpose to start pushing out um, everyone. I think they're like kind of blacklisting cars that have got tunes, but because they don't want them, but it's completely wiped the tune. But the tune was coupled with the intake and the exhaust and whatever. And it still sounds all right, Pete, doesn't it? But yeah, like, but it's happened before because they got rid of the snap, crackle and pop. They've taken on it away. F- on that, that was the first one where you, yeah. where you stumped the, the BMW genius that day at the oh, track that. day. Well, like, he didn't even know what hit him. He's like, Fuck. but that's happened again. So they've, they've, forced, they've actually forced this update and the, and, the, and the snap, the crackle and the pop, gone. Again. Yeah, it's the only thing that's gone. And it's got to be due to emissions. has to be. Because I heard you coming down a, a good half block away before I could see you. I knew it was oh, really good. That's good. That's so, good. I like to be loud and obnoxious. And I was insulated <laughs> inside an AMG, so it wasn't like yeah. I was sitting in a soft top convertible. Yeah. 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 So, Matt, welcome to the show, buddy. Um, like Thank I you said, very much. You're a bit of a car nut. Uh, a little bit. Oil, yep. oil runs in the blood of your family and your DNA. How'd, how'd you get stuck in a cart? Yeah, um, parents have got uh, a few panel shops around the place in uh, Barrel, Goulburn and Batemans Bay. Um, nice. And then dad's a panel beater by trade and his dad was a mechanic. So, yeah, it's, it's pretty good setup to be interested in cars anyway. And did you help out when you were a young whippersnipper? Yeah, I, I know my way around cars. I, I tend to bite off a little more than I can chew around the farm, <laughs> fixing things, changing turbos and doing things that I shouldn't be doing. Ooh. But um, yeah, I, I have a crack at most things, like if it's something to do with my own car. What was your first paddock basher? Uh, we haven't really had a good paddock basher around here. I mean, we've got a, a Suzuki Sierra, but it's probably still a little bit too nice to be a paddock basher. Like, we've looked after it. Oh, Pete can relate to that. Pete used oh. to have a pink, pink Suzuki Vitara. It wasn't pink. It was a black Vitara. Oh, shit. It, it was, was pink. pink. It was pink with a white top on it. And he used to cruise around with his shirt on. Six <laughs> loved it. Like a bright Los Angeles in the zone. It was black. <laughs> was it the 1.3 or the 1.6? The 1.6 Carby. 1.6 litre. 1.6. It went like a 0.6. It 
<laughs> oh, we've just got, speaking of paddock bashes, we've just got my son, my 14 year old son, um, a, 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 a Toyota Paseo, right? Oh. Which is basically a Starla, right? <laughs> With a yeah. good body. It's manual. It's maroon, right? And it's got something like 16,000 Ks on it. It's like 16,000? Nothing on it, right? Where did you find this? Someone gave it to us. It was yeah. out of Reggio, some old bloke on the Central Coast. Now it's at the farm. So we're going to the farm next week, and I've bought for it. You ready for it? Monster truck tyres. I'm going to cut the guards out. <laughs> Hell, you're going to destroy a 16,000 kilometre Paseo. Well, what am I supposed to do with it? So I don't know. It's not a collector's item, I guess. <laughs> it's a fucking yeah. Paseo. Cut it up. It's a Paseo in maroon. <laughs> so I'm, going to cut, I'm going to cut the guards out. And I'm gonna I'm gonna cut the guards out. I'm gonna put an air intake on it. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna cut the exhaust off. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna make it so obnoxious. But I'm gonna try and jack it up. But I'm not gonna jack it up like properly. I'm gonna jack it up the bodgy way with like a body lift. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Just spaces. Something like that. It's gonna stay on the farm, I guess. It's not gonna be roadworthy. Not when I cut the guards out. The big wheel. Yeah. <laughs> And stick 35s under it. Yeah. Yeah. And put Herbie yeah. stickers on it. He's going, ooh, that's a good idea. <laughs> but it's manual, right? And, you know, you can buy you can buy all sorts of shit for this car, like, because it's a starter. You can buy it's turbo like, kits. You can buy, I think it's a 1.6 litre. And you can buy, um, no, it's a 1.3 litre. And you that can buy it's um, everywhere, yeah. And you can buy roll cages, bolt the bolt in. You can, oh, it's going to be amazing. It, it won't be, Catherine, my wife said to me, she goes, it won't be driving after three hours. But anyway, that thing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to destroy the shit out of it. <laughs> Yeah, smash all the windows before you start driving it. Why? <laughs> so you don't get glass in your eyes or wear a motocross helmet. That's smart. This guy knows what he's going to crash. crash. His dad knows how to fix. He knows how to crash. That's it. That's it. What's the ultimate car? You can't say a fucking Hilux. Yeah. <laughs> can't say Hilux. Well, I drive a Ranger, so a Hilux is the Oh, you got a Ford Ranger. <laughs> you're an upper class. You're, no, you're, not upper you're class. You're a country snob. He's a rich country, country boy. snob. No, I turned away from the Hiluxes after uh, after they downsized the motors. But um, ultimate car, what like a supercar or just anything? You can't say the Greek supercar, okay? Because that's off limits. Peter and I have reserved. We've been trying to get first right. drives of the exclusives. We can't get an exclusive on the uh, Chaos. I'm pretty fond of the Lexus LFA. Like it's oh, one that I always come car. back to. Yeah. And there were two in Melbourne in captivity. Remember, Ross went down yeah. and yeah. saw them at uh, Duddens. They wanted a million bucks back then. They probably want a bit more now. Interesting, the LFA. You know, you, it's a car that's it's a cool. Do you reckon it's just due to its rarity or not? Yeah, it's rarity. It was never a good car, but well, is, it, is that like a Camry? Like my my Paseo is like a Starlet. Is the LFA like the Celica? The Dash is, but they've got a V10 in it. I mean, that's a pretty unique engine. They've got a V10, like probably the best sounding exhaust on any V10 car. So I think the gearbox is probably the shortfall that most car nuts would talk about. What but gearbox it's still is an it? awesome car. Uh, I think it's a, I think it's a single clutch, seven speed sequential. <laughs> this, this guy knows more about cars. No, no, they were going to put a CVT from the Corolla, but <laughs> really. <laughs> I still think that the window switches the, the is from the Corolla, but you know what that and that's the oh, one yeah. thing. Yeah, when you get into a Lexus, you kind of go, oh, it's still a Toyota, or you get into yeah. a lot of people have been buying that. What's that Nissan Genesis? That's the Hyundai. No, not Hyundai. The Nissan one's the Infinity. Infinity. Yeah, the Infinity. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the school mums have been buying the Infinity. What? Yeah, because it's a cool looking car and it's different, right? And I'm like, oh, it's a nice Nissan. 
it's not a listen, it's an infinity. I'm like, eh, it's a listen. Yeah. It is a listen, isn't it? Am I getting it right? And they said it, infinity is based in from Hong Kong. They'll try to be a bit different there as well. Oh, so, from Hong Kong. Yes, they're from Hong Kong. I've been car shopping, Pete. Anyway, let's talk to Matt. We'll talk about cars. Matt's, Matt's, Matt's come oh, on the yeah. show. Go he's he's reached what, out to whatever us. Whatever you want to talk about, I'm happy. Yeah. yeah. Like, so, Matt, what are you doing? You, Matt, you're studying, you're studying ag science or something? What are you studying? Ag- agribusiness, yeah. What does that mean? Just agribusiness. Final year. What does that mean? Yeah, you, the, you... the official name of the course is a Bachelor of Agricultural Business Management, um, but that's just a fancy mouthful for you learn oh, about oh, cows, crops, and how to make them run, you know, Financially, a little bit more. Do you than play you that just... game Farm Simulator on PlayStation? Because I do. Hundred percent. Every version. Yeah, definitely. part of the course. Hey, yeah, it's awesome. Is it part of the course? No, but it tends to make the lectures go past a bit quicker. <laughs> <laughs> is there a lot of people I said, "Kids, this is called Farm Simulator." They thought it was going to be some Gran Turismo racing game. Now, nah, nah, you just got to plant trees and mow the, mow the grass, basically. <laughs> Collect yeah. dollar coins. Is there, is there an elective at your course for Utes, Utes 101? Like, do you start, oh, I wish there was. Start with the highlights? I've repeated it a few times, failed it on purpose. <laughs> just to keep driving up for the yeah, practice. Yeah, just to keep exam. going. When I, yeah. when I was at school, the country, but half of our year was, half of the school was, we were all boarders, but they, when they got their licence, they all turned up in the Holden Ute with the big freaking, the, the light, the bull bar and the uh, and the antennas. The, the antennas they had were bigger than the Harbour Bridge. For the Ute bus. And they had the mud flap from the trucks on the back. It was just, uh, I loved it. <laughs> with a topless girl Maybe. sitting down. Yeah, yeah that's it, that's it. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe a Mac Bulldog on the bonnet. That's it. The old yeah. Mac Bulldog on the bonnet. And they love their V8s. Those cars would be worth a fortune now. They're probably sitting in Definitely. a Definitely. So if you see those Utes down your way, Matt, is that like just like a normal car? No one stares twice with the big antennas and the naked lady on the mud flap? If you go further into the inner west, like Wagga Wagga, where I study, they become a little bit more popular. I'm like a car. <laughs> In a west, in a west, no, not, not Sydney, in a west, New South Wales. Um, okay. They're a little more popular out there. I've, I reckon they get a bit more hype than you think. Like you kind of get a misconception of how many of them there actually are. Well, there's not that many. No, I, I've only got one mate who used to have one. He had a Commodore V6 with a five-post aluminium bull bar on it, but that's the only real one I've seen. I'm sure plenty of them. Was he like the really cool kid that everyone, yeah, I want that car, like the kid with the Skyline or the, the kid with the Celica back in the 90s? Or is he like... Maybe if it was a V8. Maybe oh, if it was yeah, a V8. Yeah, because it was a V6. <laughs> yeah. See, but, um, he bought it with his own money if it was a V6. Well, and when you're on your P's, you can't, oh, yeah. you can't uh, have a V8. We've been, it's, it, we've been car shopping because my son is getting his license next year and obviously he's getting his L's, but he's getting his P's as well. After that, I'm hoping so. And I'm thinking about cars that he can drive as well. He can't drive my car. He can't drive my wife's car. And I don't really want to buy him a car. So we're, so we're looking at cars. And they can't drive any of the electric cars or hybrids either. Paseo? I'll be able to register the Paseo. He'll want that. He really wants. He wants an E30 with a V10 from the M5 in it. I go, yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. That's, yeah, yeah, that's going to work. Yeah, for your, for your first car. Yeah, that's... that's yeah. Good car, though. Good car. <laughs> Yeah. You know what he can drive? He came. I said, find me a car that you can drive that's reasonable. Comes back and goes, I can drive a nine nine a nine six four non turbo nine eleven on his piece. You know what you do? No, no, no. What? Go to car sales and hit P plate approved for New South Wales, and then hit all that's, and see what cars come up. Well, you guys tell amongst yourselves. That's what I'm that's, doing. That's here. that's probably the best <laughs> way. And then work your way down then to Porsche and as your oh, first car. Just put price highest to lowest yeah. if you're going to search for those kind of cars. 
Yeah, but stick with this new P-plate P approved while you do that. We can look at it. So agribusiness, so is it a three-year course? Is there a lot of... It, yeah, it's, it's a three-year course, yeah. And do you get do you get to go out on a farm? Is it, is it more practical-based or do you hit the books? Is it... It's, it's a little bit of both. It, it's sometimes a little more heavy on the theory, but we have done definitely some practical courses. The university itself has a farm, a fairly substantial one. So all the practical stuff you don't have to travel to go to. And then, you know, a lot of that theory knowledge you can apply if you've got your own property. Um, so yeah, I live on a farm. So I see I see value in some of the stuff they teach us and some of the stuff, you know, um, can be ticking boxes as well. Yeah. But overall, it's it's a good course overall. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do you have a working farm? Like, do you have cattle on your farm? Or... Yeah, yeah, a couple hundred Angus cattle. Are they all called Angus? Yeah, all, all <laughs> Yeah, one's called Wagyu, the rest are called Angus. Angus. <laughs> the, the, the overseas Asian students call Wagyu, is that right? Yeah. <laughs> the other one's called Bob. Bob. So, and what do, you, what do you do in your spare time? You play with machinery? Uh, yeah, I play with machines. Uh, what do you got? Talk to me. I've got a uh, 75 horsepower John Deere skid steer on tracks. Is it green? No, it's they're actually <laughs> yellow. Oh, they're yellow. It's yeah, their construction equipment is actually yellow. Really? So what's a skid steer? Um, uh, you know what a bobcat is? Yeah. Yeah, it's it's like an, another word for bobcat. Bobcat's actually a brand, but um, skid steer is probably what you'd call them. Or they've got a few different names, but anyway, it's a bobcat on tracks. So it locks so up on the like side. A, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's how they turn. Wow. And is that what you yeah. just muck around with on the farm? Uh, I've got a little bit of a business happening, um, doing some land clearing and, and stuff locally, general bobcat work. We've got a bucket and a post hole digger. Sorry, and, sorry I'm just Googling. Has it got work. wheels or has it got tracks? Skid tracks, like a bulldozer. Ooh, that's Yeah, cool. they lock up one side. Can you drive over shit? Yeah, yeah, it's like pretty I rough. Like drive over a car? Uh, it's not a monster yeah, truck. Probably. Can we try it? Can we come down with a car and try and drive over it? If you bring the car, yeah, we can try and Pete, drive we should over. do that. Let's take the Paseo down and uh, drive I, over it. We'll I was going to say, I already yeah. sold the Vitara years ago, but the Paseo, you reckon? Trust me, I do not think the skid steer is going to drive over a pink Vitara. <laughs> you never know. But the Paseo, yeah. though, it's, it's got that swoopy look about it. You probably go from behind. I reckon we should try it. What do you reckon, Matt? Sounds good to me if you can get the car down. I won't supply the car. I'll supply, supply the car. You supply the skid steer and the, the coffee. The skid steer. Yeah, and the coffee sounds good. So what kind of attachments can you put on the front of this thing? Because I've seen some pretty cool stuff. I've seen people like making a cup of tea with a bobcat. And then like, <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, that? I mean, if, if you're good enough, if you're good enough, some people do it as challenges. Like they'll try and turn on an iPhone or something yeah. with an excavator without yeah, breaking it. Yeah. You've got a guy that I follow on Instagram. That's what he does. You're like... He like opens doors and shit with his excavator. Very, very talented. Yeah, you've very got talented. it. I think a lot of people get um, misunderstand how difficult it is to be that precise with, you know, machinery that that's that big. Like it requires a bit of seat time to to get to that level. It's not just jump in it and you, and you're good after a day. Yeah. Look, we, they don't let me around. They don't let me around excavators anymore. So what sort of jobs you go out there and do, Matt? Um, at the moment, the jobs that I'm doing for the next few months uh land clearing and fence lines that kind of work so it, we had a bushfire come through this part of the region pretty recently 20 2019 2020 are you still clearing it from then yeah well i'll i'll get to that so the australian native bush responds really well to fire so all those gum tree seeds and everything they, they will germinate yeah yeah and if you don't stay on top of it and poison it or or mow it while you can you've got to use something a little more serious and that's where 
that's where my business yeah, tends to come in. I've got a forestry mulcher for the front of it, which is like a big drum with sharp teeth on it. It just spins really fast and, and eats up timber and small scrub. Okay. So you can like go through the bush and cut trees down? Yeah, essentially. I'm coming down there. We're so you're cutting off the burnt bark or you're letting the you, – you, is the region – Just everything that's in the way of like go out to a job and they'll say, I want this gone. You just turn it all into wood chips type thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. Has anyone ever said, I want that paddock done? And then you come back and go, no, no, I meant the other paddock. I want that one. It's not my problem. <laughs> I haven't had that, that problem yet. With that. That's happened to me before. Yeah, I'm sure I'm sure that's due to happen, especially if it's one of those ones where they just say, I'll leave a key at the front gate and I'll see it in a couple of weeks when I get back down there. <laughs> Peter, why are you laughing? Because you know I'll do that, didn't you? What, don't they have house numbers on the farms? How can you fuck it up like that? Yeah, oh, look, it's a big enough property. <laughs> don't they have a phone number on the gate? Oh, that's pretty... I haven't heard of that before, actually. It's a good idea. They should have phone numbers on gates. Yeah, no, I stopped it um, years ago. This is a trip from hell. Um, there was a, a llama farm, alpaca farm, outside of... Um, on, on the Hume Highway, just coming past... Uh, what's the truck stop past Mittagong? What's that town called? Flora. <laughs> Mar- Marulan or Marulan, Sutton yeah. Forest. Yeah, before Sutton Forest. Yeah, yeah. they've got that truck Waybridge at Maroolan, about a K up on the left, there's a alpaca yep. farm. And there was we stopped at the gate, the kids wanted to go in there and the, the guy had his phone number. We, and I rang him out of courtesy to make sure if it was okay. He goes, yeah, make sure the gate closes behind you because he didn't want all these alpacas on the highway. But yeah, we let us on, but he had his mobile on, on the gate. Is it, is it true that if you, oh, we, we used to have cows on the farm or they kind of escaped. Anyway, long story short, is it true that if, the animal escapes and causes damage. It's actually your responsibility. I'd, I'd probably have to look into that, to be honest. I think that's how it works. Like I've heard that before. It's not the first time. But, um, yeah, I mean, what damage... For where we live, what damage are they really going to cause? I mean, if someone hits hits it with their car, I think that's where it oh, tends to come Could you imagine in, hitting but... a cow with your car? Oh, oh right off. Doesn't matter what you hit it with. Really? Yeah. Yeah, man. Cows are huge. How much does a cow weigh? Five, six hundred kilos, comfortably. <laughs> yeah, you're like hitting a brick wall. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they're not. They're solid. Yeah. That poor, those poor cows getting hit by cars. Some good. of them probably walk away. No. Not hurt. If, 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 if you hit it with like a Yaris or an I-30 or something, I reckon or the cows probably walk away. Yeah, per se. Per se, probably walk away. Are you serious? Yeah, they're, they're, they're pretty resilient. Oh, Paseo hit me. How fast? You're doing about 110. You okay? Yeah, my back left leg's a bit sore, but I'm okay. What's for dinner? <laughs> Lucky it had the plastic buffers. That had hurt. Yeah. And this idiot had a roll cage in it. <laughs> there was a day when your dad got hit by an EH. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, so what kind of attachment can this super slider? Is that what it's called? The super slider? Super slider. Skid there's multiple names, multiple names. What, what 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 kind of attachments? Have you got like an attachment that'll, you know, I don't know, strip an olive tree of all the olives or? No? I think you can get into that that kind of specialized equipment if it suits you. I haven't really looked too much into that, but there's there's just about nothing you can't get for them. Yeah, they don't let me on the excavator or the bob or the skid sides things at the farm anymore because I get a bit carried. Away. I wanted to dig a, I wanted to dig a trench for the um, I wanted to like where to like a build like a fire for you know kids i got the excavator out i mean i could have just put some wood on top of the, the dirt but no the I ground that's excavator. boring yeah that's boring so i started digging and digging i can go deeper and deeper and i hit the main irrigation line for the whole farm <laughs> how, how big is the engine on the skid steer 
Uh, it's a 3.3 litre turbo diesel. Yeah. Shit. Ooh, yeah. That's pretty cool. But it doesn't go fast. Is it just more for Oh, no, they're not power? fast at all. But they're yeah, it's hydraulic yeah. horsepower. Yeah, a lot of torque. It's four and a half tons. It's pretty heavy, so it takes some moving. Shit. But, yeah, it's hydraulic horsepower when you're talking about machines like that. And how do you move it around? You don't drive into the job. You chuck it on a truck, right? Yeah, got a truck. A truck with some uh, pretty substantial ramps and just drive it on off the truck. Not the Ranger. Not the not the Ranger. It's a uh, it's a Hino five hundred. It's a it's a proper shit flatbed truck. truck. Yeah, yeah. It's a fourteen ton GBM. Yeah. And how much does a skid steer cost? Um, it, it honestly really depends. If before the options, like a base. Before the options for for like a mid range horsepower, which is around seventy five, eighty, ninety thousand dollars. Thousand. Yeah, yeah, Fuck. eighty or ninety thousand dollars. You buy a lot of Paseos with that. It's a lot of money. And then you got to buy the yeah. attachments. How much are the attachments? Like a couple of grand? It depends. Uh, a, a good, yeah, it really does depend on what you want. Um, the mulchers go for 25 or more. What? Yeah. And then a, a good bucket would be between five and seven. What? And yeah, they're, hey, they're, this is another world, mate. I thought modifying cars was expensive. And how long does a skid steer last? Like if you're working every day, Monday to Friday, is it got like a five-year lifespan, two years? Do you have to upgrade it all the time? It's more an hourly with machines like that. So when they hit a certain amount of hours, that's when you tend to start rebuilding things. I think if you look after them, you can get easily 3,000 hours out of them. That's a lot of hours. Did you buy yours new? Yeah, brand new. So eight, So if you work nine to five, is that like eight hours or is it hours the hours? Yeah, that, yeah the hours is... um is different for me at least anyway it, it really depends on what you're doing but i can sit in it if i turn up at say you know eight o'clock seven thirty in the morning by the time i've you know got my fuel refills and little bits of maintenance you got to do throughout the day i can probably get six or seven hours at most in seat time has it got air conditioning inside yeah air conditioning bluetooth Stereo? radio yeah oh, like it's covered it's not like open like a Oh, man. Like no, it's it's yeah, it's got a door on the front of it, heating aircon. Yeah, see, Pete. When I'm just on some, my calculator. I'm doing three. Get some slides. Some skis. Does the does the thing take lunch break half an hour or it sticks out solid? Oh fuck, three thousand <laughs> hours. Sorry, by five out by five hours, it's yeah, six hundred days. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of operating time. So that's about three years, say, if you took a day off or two. Yeah, around three years, you can. Most people tend to do eight hundred to a thousand, maybe twelve hundred hours a year. Wow! And then you got to spend another eighty grand every three years. Yeah, that, or you can, or you can do a rebuild, which would obviously be a lot cheaper. That's so do you great. lease this equipment, or you just buy cash? No, I lease, lease. Oh, okay. So now, see, yeah. Ross, I put it in perspective. It's like when you sort of buy a three twenty i Beamer, like just you know one of those runarounds for your kids. Three years. Yeah. That's Pete Plate approved, isn't it? Think it is three twenty. Three twenty i diesel. Three twenty i a D. <laughs> well, man, I'm looking for. You know, there's a huge shortage of vehicles. They're looking for new, new commercial vehicles. Man, the new the new bits okay because they're starting to get stock and whatever. But the price of the secondhand stuff, people are buying high aces that have got two hundred and fifty thousand k's on a refrigerated van. They're paying forty grand for them because they're like, I don't want to spend sixty on a new one or seventy. I can't afford to spend sixty or seventy on a new one. But I've got thirty five, forty grand. I'm going to buy a secondhand one and just run the thing and add another. These things do. I've got a Volkswagen Caddy with almost five hundred thousand k's on it. Well, these, these run them right. Diesels just crazy at the moment. So car shopping, yeah. there's no BMWs, there's no Maserati. So I was actually at Ferrari Maserati, and he was telling me the only car that you can currently order is the 
She wants the two five. I'm so sick of all these card numbers. Two five something. The two five six or the two seven four or the, which one is it? The new one. Uh two nine eight. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Two nine two nine six. Two nine eight. Whatever. It's the two something. That's the only car you can order. They've stopped making everything else, and it's just nuts. It's nuts. That's the VC hybrid. Yeah, and the four drives coming out soon. I've gone to Pete Plate approved cars. Go for it, Pete. Go, go. What do we got? Ready? For, go. There's three 911s that are Pete Plate approved. What are they? <laughs> I'm looking now. <laughs> A 1969 911T. Yeah, no, there's one here. It's only got seventeen thousand. Is it orange? Yeah, the orange one, two hundred ninety thousand. Yeah, my son showed me that. I go, no. He goes, he already. That's three hundred thousand dollars. He goes, no. It's people had approved. You didn't, tell me, you didn't tell me to look at the price. You just told me to look at what's approved. All right, should we get something? Fair play. Should we get something like with his mates? Yeah. Because he probably needs a four door. So let's look at a Porsche. <laughs> no, I want two seats. He's, he's got there's Porsche Panameras. He can drive a six cylinder diesel Porsche Panamera. Can he? Yes, there's cool one here for sale, $65,000. It's got 80,000 Ks. Really? Yeah, that's a nice first car. That's How cool. much is that? 65 grand. Could you imagine Porsche Panamera diesel, 80,000 Ks. That's pretty good. That's pretty good for a, if I was in your 11. a very nice first car. First car, if I was in your 11, that'd be a nice car. You'd look like a bit of a rock star. Certainly would. Rock star? Who needs to sing when you got that car? You'd be more of the rock star's manager. Well, you can buy a 1980 Ferrari Dino GT4. Oh, he wants Ferraris now. Or you can buy no. You can buy a Ferrari 308 GTBI manual. They're only 130 grand. They were always slow and shit, Ross. What what other cars does he like? Uh, I saw a Havel on the road the other day. I didn't know what it was. A shovel. And then I realised shit was falling off, and I went, "Ah, that must be the old." old." (laughs) Is there many Chinese Utes out in the country there, Matt? They're becoming more popular, which is. which is a bit of a concern, like having that panel beating connection means you kind of know how well something's built, you know, based on if you fix one. Are they shit? Um, yeah, mostly. They're, up, they're underpowered, yeah. but, but why are they buying them? I mean, are they that cheaper than, say, a Triton or a, or a Hilux? Like, are well, they, why, think, why are they appealing? I think they steal the market a little bit because they've got so many features. Like, they just come standard out of the box in terms of technology and interior and all that kind of stuff. Like what? I don't know, you get you get your Apple CarPlay and Lane Keep Assist and all that kind of like, you know, most people don't care about it, but it could be a, an appealing point for some people. What brands are we talking about? Like LDV. Great um, Wall. Great Wall, yeah. All right, let's have a look at an LDV. Let's look at LDV. Most expensive vehicle. You look at an LDV. I found another P-plate approved car. Oh, these Maserati guys Levante. Vans. These are shit, man. They're like 40 grand for everything. You're right. They're, I mean, they're want. still up there, but what Matt said, they've got features. Man, they've got freezer. They've got refrigerated ones for 65 grand. What? A fridge in the car? Refrigerated, like, for, for me. For like for the van. The skid steel would have a refrigerator in it, would it? <laughs> no, not quite. You can probably get one for the front of it, though. Oh, let's, put, let's retrofit one. Do you want me to put solar panels on the roof? So to go, put your water. Do you want, Pete, do you reckon Matt needs solar panels for the top of his Have you still got your solar panels? Yeah, I've got to try to give them someone. That, that'll power the refrigerator to have his drinks in there. Do you take a, do you take a little sandwich in your little lunchbox? Definitely. There you go. I had to, a funny story, actually. I had a bit of a breakdown the other day. And, um, Mental or machinery? <laughs> machinery, unfortunately. Hey, machinery. Hey, 2022. <laughs> Mach- <laughs> machinery, which <laughs> resulted. Sorry, as you no, were. No, machinery, which which definitely resulted in a mental breakdown. There were some curse words said after that. Yeah. Um. Anyway, I had to use my lunchbox. It's like a, just a 
you know, rectangular tub. It's just a Yeti Esky that's this big. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's nine by seven. I had to drill holes in it to test something on one of the machines. So no. Now. Yeah, yeah, to test something on the machine while I was out there, so... Did you anyway. go straight to Bunnings and get another one? Wow. <laughs> no, there's no Bunnings locally. There's about 1,500 people in the town that I live in. So really? No Bunnings. Yeah. Is that cool to live in? It? I'm always fascinated by people that live in... I always wanted to live in a small country town. Like when I was living in the, up at the farm, like, like it's not a small country town, but you know everyone on the street. You kind of know everyone. What's like your local shops? Is there like one ice cream shop, one pharmacy, and one... <laughs> there's an IGA, yeah. There's an IGA, local IGA, that's a supermarket, uh, pharmacy. Look, to be honest, for someone who lives in a small town, take it to the next level and just basically never leave home when I don't have to. Yeah, okay. So, a bit of a hermit, just tuck myself away around the farm. And Do you have Uber down there? No, no Uber. No? No Uber Eats? No, no Uber Eats. We're about half an hour out of town on, on essentially a goat track at the moment. So, what so you once you're out there, you kind of don't want to leave. Yeah, you're not getting it. How far is the nearest market? Bayman's Bay is about 50 minutes. So you do go there to hang 50 out. minutes for a cheeseburger? That's outrageous. No, Sunday. And then you get there and the machine's broken. It's always broken. There was a song about that. What's no, the no, no. I, I know why. Back in the day, we used to go home at 4 or 5 in the morning. The only Macca's that was open was the Stamor one. And every time you go there for a Sunday at 4 or 5 in the morning, nah, the machine's not working. Yeah, I found out that's when they clean it. Every day they shut it down to Matt, clean. What's it. the town called? Braidwood, New South Wales. B R A I D Wood. Population seven. Then you hear a gunshot. You hear a gunshot. They put us X and they make it six. <laughs> yeah. How many people are there? Man, the the local photo's got a sick lowered trackhawk in it. Trackhawk. What's the what's the Jeep SUV SRT? Yeah, trackhawk. Yeah. Is that the mayor's Grand car? Cherokee. Is there one? Is there a local person that's got a white one of those? I think so. Yep, he's in the main photo. Oh, yeah, right. well, you look That's up old right. too. It's slammed on its ass. It looks hot. Oh, seven people in the park. No, the whole town looks like them in the park. <laughs> There's some country town. Looks like a nice little place to be. We're going to... It's actually quite centralised in terms of geographically. Like, it's a pretty good location. It's about three hours to Sydney, hour to Canberra, hour to the coast. Wow. We might have to come down and visit. Sounds good. You can take me for a spin. Oh, no, I'm going to bring the car down. You can drive over it. Yep, crush a car. I like that. That broke looks cool. I love. I love little. I like country towns. They're cool. You reckon that's going to be our first thing on our YouTube channel? Yeah, crush the car. Crush the car. Let's do it. It's tucked in a nice part of town, isn't it? Yeah. And you've lived there your whole life. I was born in Bayman's Bay, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because that's the nearest hospital. Well, used to live in Batemans Bay until I was three or four, I think. So it's pretty cool. I love country towns. Pete, we should do a road trip. Yeah, it's good. We should do road a road trip, a, a tour. I'd love to. All talk on tour. I'd love to. We'll get a bus. We'll do a big, a big bus. Big bus with banners. The boys are in coach. town. Yeah, big coach. Big coach. So like we're like a band, like rock stars. Like a boy band, but. <laughs> cooler though a Korean boy band this yeah. kind of what's going on cooler than a band cooler than a cooler than a boy band so when we get to yeah. Bateman's we hang a right and cut through Braidwood and we'll pull up and Matt will be like I don't know who these people are these straight yeah, so... people at the front gate with a with a with a, with a, with a uh, what's it called <laughs> Dodge Queen because they'll probably throw rocks at us we're two of us <laughs> there's actually a good road is it be worth be worth taking your 
the problem is like police presence is everywhere now, but there's a there's they a road. Like, there's only fifteen hundred people in the town, isn't there? No, one not not any, not anymore. The he actually left the, the local bloke, he retired and they've they've shipped new ones in from who knows where. So oh, no. have you got a cop shop there at Braidwood? Yeah. And they've got fire station? They got fire, fire station. Five series beamer? What's what's their patrol car now? I think it's still a Mitsubishi Pajero. Oh. And it has been for the past 14 years. How are they going to catch you the on the same that? one? It's the same car. Yeah, I think, I think it's the same one. <laughs> ben, did you see the, the Mercedes Benz that they ordered and cancelled? Yeah, the ones in Victoria. What That's the hell was that? Mercedes literally, yeah. The, the Victorian government ordered, how many was it? It was like 200, wasn't it? Is that what they ordered? Some. Some stupid amount of like all these custom spec ones. All specced up like D, D, just bullshit cars, right? Shit you can't sell. And then the Victorian government went, yeah, no, we don't want them anymore. When they got here. Oh, so Mercedes are trying to offload them. Are they P-plate approved? <laughs> Very good point. Man, they're a wagon, man. They're a wagon. Yeah. Yeah, wagons wagon. are cool when you're a two-day there's no appeal to how they spec them, like cloth interior. Like they just removed everything that's nice about them. <laughs> but you know what someone's going to do? Someone's going to buy one for, they're like 60 grand. They're nothing. They weren't expensive. Yeah, they'll get them. Someone will buy one for 60 odd grand, put some big wheels on it, air ride the thing, and it looks, it'll look cool. It'll be different. Pet hate of mine at the moment has what? Braidwood got a pothole problem. Oh, immense pothole problem. Is that like permanent or from the rate, recent raids? A uh, combination of both. I mean, the road that I live on is dirt for seventeen, the last 17 kilometres, so it only gets graded twice a year. Um, and then, as you can imagine, a dirt road, you get the torrential amount of rain. It just turns into a quagmire. Yeah. Um, but then the tar roads around there, the the newer stuff, like where the King's Highway runs through, it's all right still. But um, some of the older tar roads, you know what it's like. I, I, I was in Sydney only the other day. Like, it just opens them right up. They're terrible. Yeah. Yeah, and they fill it up just really cheaply. And then once it rains again, they just rip open again. Yeah. Uh, it's just... Um, We've got... There's one on the on Gladesville Bridge now that's so dangerous. On the actual bridge? It's on the bridge. It's coming down off the bridge. And it's, you know, you're doing 80 k's plus the speed limit 70. And I've had two... two like, in two days, two friends have popped tyres. Is that heading northbound or heading towards the city? Towards the city. Ugh. So, it's a bit crazy. Nah, potholes are shit. But who pay? everyone says, I oh, just get the council to pay for it. The council's never paid for anything. The council pays for it if they're aware of the pothole. What do you mean? So, some of them get marked for repairs. So, if you hit one that's already marked, council's aware of it. And then they have to pay for your tyres. Why? Because they haven't repaired it. Yeah, that's right. It's their responsibility. Wow. I'm due for a new set. <laughs> Might go find a few. Just drive over the bottle. Even if I've got to put a bag of nails in there. That's it. What about what did someone post the other day? Someone posted, if you ever if you're ever feeling the pinch and you've got no money to buy new tires, just kind of rent it rent the same car you own and switch the tires out. Oh. Get a rent a car and switch them. But that was happening years ago. Swap the wheels straight away. Swap the wheels, swap well, go and rent a car yeah, that's the same as yours and switch the wheels over. Oh, that's clever. Because they used to do that when Hertz had those Mustangs in the 60s. Yeah. Those Shelby Mustangs, they used to rip the engines out. Yeah. But I, I, but simple things like tyres, wow. Pete, there's, but there's, have you heard about, what about the people that go around and steal the, the spare tyre off the Land Cruiser? You know that you know that one? Yeah. You need four new tyres and this, the Land Cruiser's got the full spare with the alloy on it, right? Yeah. Just break the lock, 
take four of them, and you've got to set a new tires. Full set. Uh, yeah, that's okay. <laughs> All right, we're not sort of telling our listeners to do that. It was just <laughs> something that you heard was done. Allegedly. That's a legend. Allegedly. Well, what about when they? What about if you need a new gearbox in your car? Just go and rent it the same car. Switch the gearbox. Switch the gearbox. That's a oh, big really? operation, though. Oh, really? Switching or just drive, or just just switch the vins. Just drive kids, your car back. Kids, we don't subscribe to any of this. This is like funny things you hear about. Oh, I heard it on. I saw it on YouTube. Was it yeah, yeah. yeah, YouTube, YouTube. There's a guy that um, There's a town north of Braidwood called Wogwog. That's where I live. Wogwog. Yeah, it's sorry. Not a town. It's not Wogga Wogga. It's Wogwog. No, Wogwog. Wogwog. So it's like yep. a Greek guy and Italian guy in one village. <laughs> Thanks. Where are you from? Uh, I'm the Greek. What are you, are you the Italian? Ah, oh, fuck, Wogwog. Who lives up there? Wogwog. That's the thing of the name. And down the bottom is Charlie's Forest. So the Aussie Charlie is down the road. Yeah. Hey, it was so a Chinese guy who lived at the bottom of the village. Yeah. I'm, I'm around there, yeah. So you're near Wogwog. Wogwog. Matt, when you were saying it, when we were away in Byron, you were saying Wogwog, I thought you were like... Giving Wogga Wogga a really cute name. <laughs> no, totally different. Yeah, totally different. Shit. We're going to come down to Wogga Wogga. Yeah, we're going to go to Wogga Wogga. Take a photo of the side. Take a photo of the side. We need to find a Chinese guy called Charlie and come down there. No, no, Ross, you and I stand under the walk and we'll put Matt in the middle. <laughs> oh, it's two words, is it? not one. It's two words. Wogwog. Oh, I'm just looking at the map. It's near the Korang Arch. Have you been there? Um, I actually haven't, but there's there's actually quite the the appeal to go out there and have a look. Like, there's some really beautiful parts of National Park out there. Yeah, it's got like a little photograph symbol. Probably a good place to take your girlfriend. <laughs> what are you say? I don't know, romantic spot. I don't know. It's got a little camera thing, so you could take photos. I propose. Matt's young enough. You know. Matt's young no, enough we... to have, yeah, two girlfriends. No, 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 <laughs> Not two, just the one. Matt's girlfriend. It's okay. No, oh, you met her? Was she at the wedding? Oh, she's... Uh... That, that's how I was invited to the wedding, yeah. Oh, you were the plus one. Yeah, I was the... I think I was like the plus nothing. Like the... oh, and friend. Yeah, and no, friend. So, and friend. Yeah, so, it was, so it was one of the groomsmen's sister's boyfriend. That's... Ta-da! That's Matt. <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah, but he was the most interesting person to talk to. Everyone else was not very interesting. So that's why. Oh, I don't know about that. <laughs> it was a good wedding. It was a good party. Very much so. We had a great time. Well, you made it right here, mate. You're a friend of the show. And I tell you what, we're going to have to go road tripping. I want to I want to drive a uh, skid steer. I think when we set up our YouTube Nancy, channel. Like, you're not touching my fucking skid steer. <laughs> no, I was just I was just thinking what legal document would I have to get you to sign before you got in it? <laughs> why? Is there a weight limit on him? No, not a weight limit. It's, just, it's a lucky it's kids ride. Right? No, nah, they'll they'll pick plenty of weight up. It's just a more of a, if you break it, you own it type document. Me? No, no. Pete's back called. Pete, you draft it. He's a lawyer. Pete will draft it. Yeah, he's got insurance. Fuck, I'll just pay the excess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're like cars though. You can't get them. Oh. 12, 12 months. Oh, it's like, oh, shit. Hey, not if we rent one. Yeah, we'll, we'll switch the parts over. Yeah. <laughs> Walking to Hertz. I mean, I want to drive. I want a, I want a three point three liter John Deere side skid steer, whatever it's called. Uh, what's it called? Uh, is he going to Hertz at Braidwood and, and, and rent out a skid steer? 
Yeah, I don't fancy. I don't fancy your chances. I've seen Matt's license, Wog Wog. Oh, sorry, mate, you're on the red list. <laughs> and it's funny the, the local the local rental car companies in Byron Bay. I, I booked. So if I book a four wheel drive in Sydney, and it's luxury, or any other city, you get like an X five or a Q seven. So I booked that in Byron Bay, and you know what they gave me? What a Triton. Nice. I go. <laughs> how is that Triton? Great. Like. She goes, oh, good car. I went, in whose terms? What'd she say? She lost she her virginity like, in one. She goes, she goes, this one's this one's top of the range. I go, I don't give a fuck if it's top of the range. I don't care if fucking Mr. Mitsubishi built it himself. I'm not fucking driving it. Comes she comes back. She goes, don't worry, we've switched it out for a luxury four-wheel drive. I said, great, give me the keys. So I go to the car park, and what's there? Pajera. A Mitsubishi Pajero. <laughs> I walked back to her and I said, what the fuck? She goes, that's all we've got. She goes, and that's a $65,000 car. I'm like, what's that? You're like a Q3 or something? She goes, no. No worries. I'm a, when, when I go on holidays, Matt, I'm a, I'm a snob when it comes to rental cars. We've, there's been, we're on 140 plus episodes and, and whenever I go to Greece, the, the stories about I've heard it. cars. Yeah, yeah, I listen to it. Yeah. yeah. So the, we were actually talking about it the other day because we, we're considering going this year. And my father will turn around and he goes, ooh, you've left it a bit late. I go, and I can get tickets. He goes, no, for them to bring the car from Athens for you. Oh, <laughs> you got to bring the car from Athens because I don't, I don't want any, I don't want a fucking 22-year-old Corolla that's had a respray job and a new gearbox put in it by my nolly down the street. That smells of cigarettes. Yeah. <laughs> the best was when I was in Melbourne, we hired a, I was there for a day, we hired a Commodore. I, I booked a Commodore. It was when the new, um, the ones from Europe came out, the last ones. The Opals, yeah. Yeah. Oh, was that all oh, with you, were you, Pete? No, no, no. No, this is when I went down for a wedding and they said, oh, we only got one car left. It's a Holden Trailblazer. It was like the Isuzu MUX, but the Holden badged one. And yeah. it was a piece of shit. But you know Man, what? What did they give us when we were down there? Oh, I was saying, they offered us a Ranger. Yeah, we should have taken the Ranger. And they gave us a Kluger. Oh, that's right. With a with a boot that slides down, so when you open the, the tailgate, everything would fall out. Yeah. So, absolutely. but um, they gave us the trailblazer. But you know what? After half an hour of like you know fucking shitbox, it was great doing U turns over gutters and median strips, and for that it was just perfect. The Pajero was good for that. Yeah. You know, you just drive it like it's meant to be driven. Mm. I mean, I've I've always said I've said it in the past that the fastest car in the world is a rent a, rent a car around corners. No, no, not if you want to keep the tyres. Oh, okay. You take it straight to the shop and have them switch, you switch okay. these over. Okay. okay. Allegedly. 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 Pete doesn't like it. He's getting nervous like shit. <laughs> just, we're just promoting like... I'm not promoting it. I'm just telling you. That's what happens. Giving the kids tips and there's going to be a big problem at the Hertz at Braidwood. That's what I'm worried about. <laughs> there's, there's no, no Hertz in Braidwood to worry about. It's a thrifty. Yeah. There's no thrifty. No, nothing. No rental cars? No rental cars. Matt, thanks for coming on. Um, I think you're a friend of the show. I think you're going to be back on again, but I think we might have to go out there to Wong Wong. That just sounds good. Three hours. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, three hours. Three hours. Jarvis Bay? No, he's past Jarvis Bay, towards Bateman's. Past, yeah. Hang a right. Get to Bateman's Bay, hang a right. I went for a leisurely drive last Sunday to Jarvis Bay. I was on the phone to Pete for most of it. Is that that the quickest way? or, go, or come through Canberra, Queanbeyan, is that quicker? Uh, to go to Braidwood, the quickest way 
would actually be through Goulburn, I'd think. Yeah, so you're so going to follow the Hume down. Yeah. And then shut, cut, cut left. Yeah. All right. Let's, let's do it. We're going to put you on the map in the uh, the, the All Talk Country Tour. You'll be here. Yeah, Sounds you'll good. Be, like, you'll be, out. be glad yeah. to do it. Roving reporter Matt from Braidwood, from Wog Wog. Our, yeah, our what happens when Halil joins? What happens when Halil Shaw joins the show? We're gonna have to change we it to, to wog wog wog. We have to change it to wog wog wog. <laughs> All right, some exciting news coming up next week. We've got a new motor arriving for the Cheetah Trailmaster buggy, the one point seven no, so the seven the one hundred seventy two cc GY six motor is getting switched out for a two hundred thirty two cc turbocharged motor through the rear wheels. My kids think I can't do it. Challenge is on. Motor arrives on Monday. Turbo gets put on on Monday on the bench. Gets installed on Wednesday. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna live, I'm gonna live cast from there, Pete, from the farm. We'll a live drive. Live, live drive, drive in the buggy. We'll organise that, and and I'm off at Bathurst next week as well. So we're gonna we go up to uh, uh, watch Tom Shaw race in the RX8 down at Bathurst. Yeah. So. And we're trying to line up that live drive, do the hot lap in, around in Bathurst. So fingers crossed that happens. So a few things, a few treats coming up. So thank you for listening. Follow us, rate us, review us, download us on iTunes and wherever else you've heard us. Don't rent cars and change the tyres. Yeah, email us uh, if you just email us photos of your tyre swaps at alltalkatoutlook.com.au. Look at that video flooded with emails about people stealing shit. <laughs> Right, every tie you steal gets a note done. And Matt, thanks for coming on, mate. It was thanks, fun mate. having a chat, and I think we're yep. gonna thank you very much. We'll uh, log into uh, some country correspondent time again in in a couple of episodes in the future. Sounds good. I'd be glad to do it. All Sounds right, mate, and All right, mate. thank you thank for you. listening. Bye for now. Well done. That was good. That feels funny. I'll try and edit. I don't know what happened at the start there. So, no, you might be able to cut a bit of it. I might be able to retrieve it. And then, because we're, we're using the same program, so yeah. we'll see how we go. Mm-hmm. Maddie, I hope you had fun.